Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello and welcome to another episode of Feminine Fire with Beck Cazillo. I am so excited to be here with you today. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you'll know that I have just come out of a big launch season in my business. First, I launched this very podcast, which was really, really fun. And then I went straight into the launch of my signature six-month coaching program, The Spiritual Business Mistress Mind. And today I want to share with you seven lessons from this launch. And really, I'm bringing together a number of key learnings in this episode, learnings that I've picked up after launching many times now over the last few years. So these seven lessons are a result of all my experience with the launches. I think last year I had seven different launches, five of those being for brand new programs that I had created. So I've been around the block a few times now. And if I can be a little self-indulgent for a moment, I want to start today's episode by celebrating with you because I am so, so proud of this recent launch for a few reasons. Firstly, it was my first 30K launch, which I am just so pumped for, so, so pumped for. And secondly, and perhaps most significantly for me, it was also one of the most easeful, fun launches I've ever had. And that's partly because it was my second time launching this program, which if you're new to me and this podcast, The Mistress Mind is my signature six-month group coaching program for women who are ready to scale their spiritual businesses to six figures and beyond. And because I'd launched it before, I already had a lot of the launch content created. So it was just a matter of repurposing and improving on that content from last time. But it was also easeful because it was my intention to make it so. And we're going to be talking more about that in a moment. But the other thing I wanted to share up front with you before diving into these seven lessons is that I didn't actually hit my goal for this launch. Now, obviously, my first 30K launch is definitely something to celebrate, and I am definitely doing that. I've also had a 50% retention rate from the last round of The Mistress Mind, which is so amazing. And I am also incredibly excited for the new women coming in. I am just celebrating so big that I have called in such an epic group of women. It is honestly such an incredible group and I am so excited to support them over the next six months. 
But I wanted to be super transparent with you all and share that I did not hit my goal for this launch and share that it's okay. I have big goals. I set big goals for myself and I know that they are definitely possible for me. They are within my reach for sure. But this time I didn't quite get there for whatever reason. And I could have easily, easily let that get me down, but it hasn't. I am still celebrating so, so big. And when I look at that and reflect on that, to me, it's a sign that I've done some incredible mindset work over the last few years as I've grown my business because not quite reaching my goal in this launch hasn't colored my thoughts about it. It hasn't stopped me from celebrating and feeling so incredibly proud of this launch. Because when I look back and I think about it, once upon a time, a 30K launch seemed so out of reach, so wildly impossible for me. And I've got goosebumps as I'm sharing this because now here I am celebrating a 30K launch, sharing that with you on my very own podcast. That is not lost on me. And it felt easeful and fun at the same time. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? I am celebrating. I'm celebrating all of those things so, so big. And so today I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned from this 30K launch, as well as all of the launches that I've had in the past, in the hope that it is supportive for you if you are currently launching or in the planning stage of your next launch, or perhaps feeling like a 30K launch is out of reach for you. I am here to say it is not. It is so, so possible for you. And I hope that today's lessons, the seven lessons that I'm sharing will be supportive for you in that way. Now, some of these lessons I have already touched on briefly, but I want to go into a little more detail. So let's get down to it. Lesson number one, be intentional. And as I mentioned before, I went into this launch with the intention for it to be easeful and fun and going in with this intention gave me something to ground into and come back to when I was firstly planning out and mapping out the strategy for the launch. And then whenever I was making a decision or whenever things started to feel stressy or overwhelming, or I got wobbly in my mindset, I always came back to this intention and asked myself, how can I make this more easeful? How can I make this more fun? Now, being intentional is so, so powerful. I know that I've shared this on the podcast before, and it's something that I teach all of my clients. When you're intentional about everything in your business, including your launches, everything flows easier. It's one of the most supportive things you can do. Setting an intention gives you something that you can come back to time and time again, asking yourself, 
And I know that this is something that I have shared on the podcast before. It's something that I teach all of my clients. Being intentional about everything in your business is so, so powerful. It's one of the most supportive things you can do. Setting an intention gives you something you can come back to during your launch. You can ask yourself, am I in alignment with my intention right now? Is this thing that I need to make a decision on bringing me closer to that intention, closer to my end game, closer to my vision? Because if it's not, then see you later. We don't need that in our lives, right? If it is amazing, let's take that and get going. I am not a big procrastinator in my business when it comes to decision making I make decisions quickly and it's because I have this intention at my core. I know what that intention is and so therefore I can make decisions fast and it works wonders. It's like, let's work out if this is in alignment. If it is, let's make the decision. Let's get moving. So if you're procrastinating on any decisions in your launch planning or in your business generally, consider this your sign to stop procrastinating, set your intention, get really intentional about what it is that you want out of this decision, the outcome that you want, make a call and get going by being in alignment with that intention. All right. So lesson one is be intentional. Lesson two, set a launch goal, but hold it lightly. Often what happens when we set ourselves a launch goal is we then want to control the outcome and we end up holding on to that goal too tightly And what happens when we do that is mindset challenges, stress, overwhelm, all of those things arise because we're holding on to that control. We don't give ourselves any wiggle room or breathing space to just allow things to unfold. And therefore, it doesn't become a pleasant experience. Setting a launch goal, but holding it lightly will give you the space you need to be responsive in your launch. It will give you the space to allow the things that are unfolding to unfold rather than being in that space of resistance. It gives you the opportunity to regularly check in with yourself, ask yourself, okay, this is where we're at right now in the launch. Is there something I could be doing differently? Can we add anything in that will be supportive? What are the main questions we're getting, the main objections? How can we make sure that everyone has all the information they need? We give ourselves the space to respond and create and be in a really beautiful space while launching as opposed to holding on to control too tightly. A big part of holding your goal lightly is trust and trusting that everything will unfold as it needs to. On a similar vein, lesson three, 
trust your clients and your potential clients are capable human beings. Trust that they know themselves best. Trust that they are capable of making the most aligned decision for them. Your job as the person launching the thing is to hold space for your people, hold space for them while they make that decision, while they feel into it. It's to answer their questions, to provide the information, to keep showing up, to share about why you believe in your offer, why you believe in your work so much, trusting that your clients are capable of making their own decisions. And this is not necessarily a lesson that I learned during any launch specifically, but it's something that as I was preparing for this podcast episode, it felt really important to share. Your main job during a launch is to hold space, to show up and ultimately trust your clients. All right. Lesson number four, every time you launch a program, it gets easier. The first time you launch an offer, everything can feel really, really big because you have to create all the launch content. You have to write all the copy. You have to decide on the strategy for something that you've never launched before. Throw on top that you're creating it at the same time as launching something new for the first time. You're walking into uncharted territory. And when you do that, when you step outside into something new outside of your comfort zone, that always brings up mindset challenges. Now, the first time I launched The Mistress Mind, it required big and rapid mindset upgrades. And I got wobbly in my mindset more than a few times. The second time around this launch, it was nowhere near as challenging mindset wise. And that is a big, big, big win for me. And because when you're launching something for the second or third or fourth or however many time, you've already done all the heavy lifting when it comes to creating the bulk of your launch content you know what worked and what didn't work last time. The actual launch prep and the decision-making when it comes to your strategy and your launch plan is a million times easier because it's just a matter of making some decisions and you've already got some information to base those decisions on, updating your sales page, repurposing your content, your emails, and then rolling it out. Now, that being said, if you are launching something for the first time, it doesn't have to be hard. Yes, with a launch, with any program that you're putting out into the world, there will always be work to do. There will always be content to create, but you get to decide how that feels for you. Going back to lesson one, be intentional about everything in your business. You can choose for it all to come together easily and you can know that the next time you launch it, it's going to be easier. So that's lesson four. Every time you launch a program, it gets easier. Lesson number five, personal outreach is so powerful. 
Now, I'm still in a position in my business where I can reach out to people in my community to personally invite them to work with me. My coach calls this something like, and I might be getting the wording wrong, quote unquote, small list benefits. Essentially, it means that I've got a relatively small, but a very engaged community, which means that I can take the time to reach out to the people who are engaging most with my launch content. So that's people who are on my wait list, who are clicking through to the sales page, who are watching all my Instagram stories, who have participated in my free three-day challenge in the lead up to the program launch. And I can engage with them, reach out to them and personally invite them into the program. Now, I've been doing this for most of my launches over the last 18 months, so I know how powerful it is. And again, with this launch, I was reminded of that. And it's because ultimately people want to be seen and heard. They want you to see them and to hear them. They want to know that they're not just a number or a dollar sign to you, which of course they're not, right? You're a heart-centered spiritual business owner. Your community is important to you, but essentially it's a question of how do you make people feel that from you, right? You value those people who are engaging with your content so much. How do you make those people feel that from you? And personal outreach is the answer. Now, as my business grows, keeping that personalized element is something that is really important to me. And I know that it might look different down the track, but it will always be there. I always want to make sure I've got some sort of personalized element within my business. That is so, so important to me. And I also know the power of it. So lesson number five, personal outreach is so powerful. Now, lesson number six, you're the boss, you set the strategy. Now, this launch was almost four weeks long, which is a pretty long launch period. When you look at other coaches launching similar programs, they're not launching for the amount of time that I launched for. And I made this decision in a very intentional way and I made it to give myself more time and space to show up for this launch. And again, that comes back to my intention for this launch to be as easeful as possible. Having more time and space built in was one of the decisions that flowed from that intention. And as a mama to a toddler, my time is limited. And I knew that if I wanted to show up in the way that I wanted to for this launch, I needed to give myself that time and space to do it properly, to do it in the way that I wanted to do it. So that's an example of how as the boss of your business, as the CEO of your business, you get to make those decisions. 
This is about creating a launch strategy that works for you, that is in alignment with you and your business and the season of life that you're in right now. That's why I don't believe in a one size fits all approach. When looking at a launch strategy, there are infinite possibilities. For this launch, I ran a free three-day challenge to lead into the program launch. For other launches, I've run free masterclasses instead because doing something over three days just didn't feel aligned for me at that time. I didn't have the time and space to give that the energy that it needed. And so I ran a free one-off masterclass instead. The whole point of this lesson is for you not to let anyone tell you that you quote unquote should be doing your launch in a certain way. I have supported clients to have incredibly successful sellout launches without having a sales page on their website with just a simple word document outlining the offer and the inclusions. So you do you, you know, your clients, you're the boss, you get to set the strategy and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Now, our final lesson for today, lesson number seven, is keep showing up. When you're in a launch, this is such an important thing to remember. You can't just drop the details in an email or a social media post and then ghost everyone, which sometimes you might feel the desire to do that. You will have to share your offer more than once. In fact, you will have to talk about it a lot. And you can, of course, get creative with how you show up and talk about your offer so that it feels fun and different for you and your community. And you can, of course, still be sharing incredible value with your audience and your community at the same time. But your focus and your call to action is to always lead them to sign up for your offer. Because you're in a launch, you're in a launch and that's what you're showing up for right now. There's like a bunch of research that shows someone has to see something on average 12 or 13 times. I think I've even read that it can be upwards of 20 before they will actually purchase something. Now, obviously, don't quote me on those exact numbers, but the point stands Some people will need to see your offer numerous times before they'll hit that sign up button. Sometimes that's because they're taking their time to feel into it. Other times it will be because they've already decided to join, but they just haven't actually done it yet. And I know that I often fall into the latter of those categories. I need reminders, constant reminders. Reminders. I'm the person that will see something. I'll think, yes, I need to get to that. I need to purchase that book. I need to sign up to that thing. And then I will promptly forget until I then see it again. So I'm one of those annoying people who will buy things on the last day when you send the final email reminder. Sometimes I'm better than that, but you know, that's often where I sit And I know that's really annoying, but those annoying people, they might just be your soulmate client because they're already a yes. They've already made the decision. They just haven't done the thing to commit just yet. You have to keep showing up for them. And it's always good to remind yourself of that 
to remind yourself that there are people out there who have made the decision to join. They just haven't hit that sign up button yet. Because sometimes in a launch, when you're showing up on social media and you're getting really visible, it can feel like no one is watching. But trust me, the ones that count are your people are there. Your people are following. Keep showing up for them. All right, beautiful humans, that is our seven lessons from a 30K launch. Be intentional, set a launch goal, but hold it lightly. Trust your clients. Every time you launch a program, it gets easier. Personal outreach is powerful. And finally, keep showing up. I hope this has been super supportive for you. If you are currently launching something or about to launch something, you've got this. I am here cheering you on. And as always, I would love your feedback. If you loved this episode, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave me a sneaky little five-star review. That is how we get this podcast out into the ears of more incredible spiritual business owners just like you. And if you're on Instagram, come and find me at beck.cazillo. Send me a DM, tag me in your stories. I would absolutely love to connect with you. That is it from me this week, beautiful people. I will see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. <laughs>